Welcome to Own Goal Podcast, episode 29, date of recording, May 2nd, 2019, and Eric was right last episode, soccer is the worst sport on the world, so uh, welcome to our hockey playoffs podcast. Fuck you, <laughs> nope, I, I would rather toil in the misery of soccer because at least that's tried and true. Um, also pretty sure, Donnie, the hockey season ended like a month ago um postseason regular season that's all over so uh since off season it's base this is a baseball podcast let's go hit some balls and whatever it is they i do. would rather stick a needle in my cock than have a baseball podcast <laughs> but first to the byline it's in it's an off goal it's a gift well, he's almost done well to get that in because he's ahead of the near post. It's almost behind him. Sticks his left leg out. It almost hits his heel. It goes straight into the bottom of the corner. Bottom corner of the net. Gets ahead of the ball. It's the inside of his car. Got no two through the keeper. Astonishing position to get the body into. So, as what we normally like to do is jump right into the, the bullshit and the and the comedy adjacent news but um something pretty pretty large and, and impactful at least for donnie and i uh hit the news earlier and that was uh Iker casillas uh, had a heart attack during during training uh and uh, good news is that he's in stable condition he's already been uh tweeting and instagramming photos of him in the hospital bed giving the thumbs up so you know really glad that he's he's doing okay but uh, I know for me and, and Donnie, for you too, it was definitely a really scary shock when like this icon of of the game that we kind of grew up with just yeah, just kind of shook shook me a little bit. It definitely shook me um, when I saw that he was hurt or that he had a heart attack and was going to the hospital. It was like you said, it was a guy we've grown up with. It's a guy we've watched playing a lot of tournaments, and so that was really difficult. I mean, when, when when someone says to me like a, a kick save, my immediate thought is Iker Casillas, Spain World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I said, I'm really really glad he's okay. That's the best possible news we could have had. And with well, that, the best best possible news would have been that he just had a normal day of training. But you know, I'm saying yes. post heart attack, the best news we could have had was that uh, he was okay. Yeah. So, but with that, uh, another legend of the game, we've been around for a while, also Spanish, Xavi. One, 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 of, his, one of his, yeah, uh, national team teammates. Yeah, Xavi is officially retiring and is going to transition into coaching. So, has he been in, in, in China? Where has he been playing? Yeah, yeah, he's been in China. Okay, so he basically retired a few years ago. Yes, but just to go, listen, I do not blame you, especially no, if you're a legend no, no. of the game who's won every trophy you could win on a team level. If you want to take two years to get a massive one last paycheck, dude, get paid and get the fuck out. Well, the best thing to do is what Iniesta did, where uh, he went to China and then didn't play in like the first game, and they hired an imposter, <laughs> an impersonator, to to play for Iniesta. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, now into more of the usual news we like to give you. So early on, right after we recorded our last episode, Diego Costa got suspended. <laughs> That's not a surprise headline at all. For eight games, which was the entirety of the remaining of the La Liga season, I think it might bleed through a game or two next season, for li- saying to a ref, this is a literal translation, I shit on your fucking whore of a mother. You just can't say that to a ref. 
You can say that to another player, sure, but not to a ref. Here's here's my question to you. Is eight games a little extensive? No, 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 because... You think, you think, you think it's justified? It's justified two reasons. One, I don't like that he brought the ref's mom into it. If he told the ref he's going to shit on him and the ref was a whore, <laughs> I'd be way more okay with it. I don't like when people bring family into it. And number so, two, Diego so Costa you're, has you're, a rap you're, sheet. You're definitely team uh, Zidane and the Zidane Marco Matarazzi. Uh, Zidane situation. handled that situation with class. Uh huh. And um, Marco Matarazzi was a dirty Italian. For those who those aren't aware, uh, 2006 World Cup final, Zidane headbutts Marco Matarazzi, the defender for Italy. And the rumor is Matarazzi talked about how he had fucked Zidane's sister and mother. And mother. And I think maybe there's some truth to at least one of those claims. Because, like, that was a really, really strong reaction from Zidane. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that Matarazzi definitely porked his sister. But there was a good chance his sister got fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Now, Mathis Deligit, who's like, this superstar center back at 19 year old captain of Ajax is for sure leaving at the end of the season. According to Ajax's head coach, Eric Ten Hag, it's just a decision of it's going to be Barcelona who are just going to basically buy that entire Ajax team. As we talked about last episode, or it's going to be Bayern Munich. So if you're a fan of those two teams, that's awesome for you. If you're a fan of Ajax, just this is, I mean, this is what Ajax is. They just produce great players and they sell them. They're they're the, they're the best selling club I've ever seen. This isn't a problem for Ajax, and it's obviously not a problem for Barca or Bayern. It's a problem for anybody else, right? Yeah. And, like, if you're if you're a man shitty or, or something that has sovereign wealth, it's not an issue for you. Yeah, you're missing out on these guys, but, like... You'll buy Pepper, someone else. Yeah, Pepper buy, Pepper buy, buy, like, three other people from the best team. So that, that's not a problem. It's But for those of us that, like, enjoy the game and the parody and the com- competition, there's the real problem. Uh, also, I have major concerns, as we mentioned in previous pods, with the Bayax, Bayax, uh, Barcelona Ajax uh, kind of like agreement deal. Because what happens if uh, Bayern or wow, Barcelona and Ajax play in the final of the Champions League, and it turns out that not just um, you know Dijon, they've got. Not just Dijon, but Diligent is is going there too, and it's just like. Also, don't sleep on my boy Donny Van de Beek. I I highlighted him from day one. He's he's kind of been their, I think maybe their best player in the knockouts. And you picked him because of his name. That is a reason why I picked him, but he also was a good (laughs) player, and it just happened to work out perfectly for me. Uh, Okay, Ashley Barnes pulled off one of the all-time soccer power moves. So, Ashley Barnes plays for Burnley, and he kissed Joe Bennett of Cardiff City on the nose during a Burnley 2-0 win. Got a yellow card for kissing the guy on the nose, so... Worth it. Worth it. Also, is the ref homophobic? Well... I've never seen anything in the rules that says you can't kiss your opponent. It was an act of love. Now, but but the way he went in, was it slow and smooth and he rush in there because it could have been viewed as an aggressive move towards the head no which but... would have been a default red card so it could actually have been the the referee being uh 
Bohemian. They were like I, I don't, I don't know. they were like squared up, and you just kind of went, give him a little smooch on the nose. Oh, I thought I it was sweet. Oh I, oh, I saw the image or the video. It was fantastic. It was incredible. I think it was bullshit. That I think you should be allowed to kiss the other players. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was that, a bullshit that, yellow card. That, that 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 can be harassment, Donald. <laughs> yeah, but it's <laughs> in this context, it's funny. Um. So that was great. Oh, also. This should just become a new segment on the pod, by the way. Anti-Neymar world. Oh, Neymar. You fucking mm. bitch. Uh, Barcelona's <laughs> president, Josep Bartomo, said that Dembele is a much better player than Neymar. Which, I, I obviously, that's because Neymar left, and there's probably some butthurt about that, but I still love that he said it. <laughs> uh, more importantly, Neymar was handed a three-match ban from Champions League. Um or I guess European competitions for Instagram insulting the uh, the match officials from the PSG United tie, and that means that that Neymar is missing the first half of the group stage next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. Also, oh. cl- classic Neymar that he can't even criticize the officials in an interview. It has to be on Instagram. Also, um, I just love that we're going to get more images of Neymar sitting out during Champions League games. Well, while we're on PSG, we should have a segment called Why Mbappe is Fucking Awesome. I got two reasons for you. Number one, on a, on, a run, on a run where he ended up scoring a goal against Monaco, he was clocked faster, going at a faster speed than Usain Bolt's average speed when Usain Bolt broke the 100-meter record dash. That's pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, boy's a cheetah. Also, at this age, in compared to Messi and Ronaldo, Mbappe has scored more goals for club and country combined than those two. Than those two combined. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, like, okay, well, when his speed goes, he's going to go, but he's going to have that speed for, like, the next eight years. Yeah, when, when his speed goes, when he turns 30, you know, 35 in 15 years, he's really going to... He's really going to suck. <laughs> Because, um, you know, everyone said the same thing about Ronaldo when his speed left, and it's not like he Yeah, turned... but Ronaldo's garbage now. True. True. Um, two... Okay, here's a... Here's also... Gates, can you... Okay, if you didn't know this... Okay, damn it, you know, but... Uh, which two player? Which are... Who are the only two players who have scored 10 or more goals in, Euro- in European competition this season? I'll tell you who I wouldn't guess. <laughs> I would... If I didn't know the answer, I would almost be willing to bet a large sum of money that it's not Olivier Giroud. <laughs> well, good thing you know because it's Leo Messi who we have said it before, just playing on a different level this season. He wants. It's that. almost like he's he's a little upset about the Bologna or voting, <laughs> and he's a little upset about that Champions League three peat Real had. You know that's been that's been mm-hmm. that's had his whole mm-hmm. jimmies in a knot. And maybe he's a little upset about failing in the World Cup again. He's upset. Messi's upset, yeah. and Messi upset yeah. is apparently an incredible soccer player. Well, also Messi not upset is also an incredible soccer player. Yeah, just player. just an incredible soccer player. To be, to yeah, uh, Messi and Olivier Giroud, and I just feel like that's the only time those two guys can be in the same sentence. <laughs> Olivier Giroud was, a, without a doubt, the worst starter on that France World Cup team. <laughs> like, it's, like, without a doubt. I mean, his whole, his, his entire job was to hold up the ball and get it to the talented players. Yes. Like if, like, but don't you think Benzema could have done that and gave it an element of good? 
of actually. Well, being... I no, I think the problem with Benzema is everybody's terrified that he's going to be filming them and then blackmailing them, and, and it's really a hit to team camaraderie. Oh, dude, we really one of us really needs to watch that documentary on Netflix where he explains his side of the story. <laughs> one of us, you, we know it's going to be you. Okay, but the only reason I haven't is because I know it's going to be in French with subtitles, so I can't just text during it. <laughs> That's really been holding me back. Um, and then. We're just going to end it, end this with a Zlatan quote. Zl- ugh, quote. He uh, criticized the VAR decision, and, you know, when asked if he was worried about getting suspended, he said, he said, suspended by the MLS, I am the MLS. It was kind of like, I think he just watched the original Iron Man movie, and he was feeling very, I am Iron Man. Yeah, honestly. And, uh, I, I just, I just... I feel like MLS is when we when we get to our award show coming up probably in the next not, not the next episode the one after I think the entire major league soccer is up for cuck of the year for being <laughs> cucked by Slaton. You think they're going to MLS is going to beat out any of John Terry's like teammates or players? Okay. Oh, anyone associated with Aston the Aston Villa club. <laughs> um, anybody within the John Terry sphere of influence. That's my front runner. So everybody, <laughs> every man on the planet. Um, all right. Should we go Hawkeye of the Week? Yes, please. Hawkeye of the Week. Well, Gatesy will like mine. We, we just talked about him. He's a young guy, 19. Still has that boyish charm. He's, I think he's going to develop into a very handsome man. Uh, I felt really horrible saying that sentence, by the way. But it's it's got to be Mathis Delicious. He yeah. scored the game-winning goal against Juventus. They overcame a goal from Ronaldo in each leg. He has just been an absolute rock. He makes Daly Blind look like a good center back. I also like how uh, Daly Blind is the junior partner of that pairing, and uh, Dillard's 19 years old. Yeah, but, Je- but have you seen that man bun Daly Blind has? It's the <laughs> best man bun in the game. Uh, Dillard is incredible. Um, I mean, the he... The way, I mean, even when he's not assisting, you know, in, in building um, from behind and, and, you know, joining the attack with set pieces, he is a stalwart in the back. If you were, if you had to build a team right now, today, would you go Van Dyke or do you go Diligate? Diligate. I'd say younger. He's, he's too legit to quit. Please give me your Hawkeye of the Week before I kill myself. You're not going to like it. It's not going to make you feel better. But he scored the only goal in his club's uh, one nothing win uh, during the the weekend. And then he scored two goals in the Champions League, including probably the sauciest Champions League free kick this season. I'm going with Lionel Messi. Yeah, honestly, I think that's a great pick. Um, the only reason I'm not okay with it is because Liverpool also lost at the Camp Nou by the same scoreline as Manchester United. So Manchester United and Liverpool are the same club, basically. But Man U, without Man U, is just better. Um, so yeah, no, I think Messi would be my, if this. No matter what happens between now and the end of the season, he's gonna be my player of the season. Yeah, if, I mean, I, 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 and you and I have talked about this, and you know that I've long believed that like free kicks, free kick goals might be the most exciting part about soccer. I hate PK penalty kicks, so so free kick goals. There's they're a work of art, and that thing was absolutely gorgeous. If you have not seen this video, 
then you don't follow sports on like Twitter or Instagram because it's been everywhere. Yeah, even Sports Center. The last the last time a free kick got this much this much coverage, it was the Tony Cruz World Cup free kick. Oh, you like that one too? That one definitely had you screaming. Well, yourself. that one that one was Tony Cruz, and it was an impossible angle. This one was just no. This was some saucy some saucy bend. It was I, some saucy bend. I can't hate on that. I mean, yeah, he just they just fucking wrecked us, wrecked our shit. Yeah, but I, we're not talking about you guys anymore. Talking about. <laughs> oh, sorry. VRB <laughs> killing myself now. All right, and with that, we are moving on to aptitude test. Uh, for those of you who may be listening for the first time, though I highly doubt there are any who are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. So, a, uh, a young lady listened to our podcast recently, Eric. Yeah, uh, does this young lady have a name, Donald? Uh, she is a sister of a of a of a of a lady who is in my life right now. Uh huh. And I've not which met episode, this sister. Which, which episode? <laughs> I don't know. Like one of the more recent ones, and she said that you know we had good voices and everything, but that it was just so boring. Now, granted, she like hates soccer. But that that kind of hurt my feelings, man. <laughs> that is what they call an indictment. <laughs> it was like the biggest backhanded compliment of all time. Like, oh, they have nice voices, but man, this is fucking terrible, boring as shit. Um, well, with with that that great lead in, uh, I want to know, Donald. Oh, I guess you didn't explain. You actually describe what this uh, segment. Is. No, I I got you could describe the segment. I was totally totally just off. <laughs> you track. were really off on a tangent. Uh, aptitude, aptitude test is where we ask each other uh, what what uh, profession or life we think a certain person within the soccer society would do if it weren't soccer. Uh, this was spurned by a couple of interviews where Peter Crouch was asked this question. He answered he'd be a virgin. And uh, Antonio Cassano was asked this question the same week and said he'd be a criminal. And, um, you know, so now we ask each other these questions. And, Donald, I want to know what you think Dimitar Berbatov would be or would have been if he had never been in the influence of soccer. KGB assassin. That guy fucking kills people. <laughs> Just like he's, he, is a, uh, he is a contract killer if I've ever seen one. Potentially covers himself in mayonnaise. Maybe he doesn't. But he's a, he's a contract killer. Or maybe he owns a nightclub. But you See, know what? Not mutually exclusive. That's the cover. That's where he hides all his weapons in the nightclub. I I, I like the idea that he's a, that he's a contract killer. He's got that that shockingly deft touch. You know, for somebody of his stature, don't think that he'd have like a that good of a first touch on the ball. Oh, one of the best first touches in the game. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Uh, and that that I think. Um, correlates to his, his maybe skill with the sidearm and his ability to to you know use the silencer and, and get in and out i think though his cover is a painter he just seems weird he seems like he's gonna look at things in a different way he's not gonna be very good but people are gonna think he people are gonna be like oh that that's art right there it's it's beauty and it's ugliness and that's also his painting supplies is how he carries around his, his murder weapons, his, 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 his canopy bags and all that shit. Okay. I like that. I like that. 
very sophisticated. Very, very sophisticated, <laughs> Eric. Good for you. Good for you. Okay. If he was not a soccer coach, what would Mauricio Pochettino be doing? Well, he would definitely – he'd definitely be, I think – so, so, okay. I need to preface, I need to preface this. We've, we've talked about, about people that like, – like athletes that if they weren't athletes, they would 100% be fat. Like Wayne Rooney, Luke Shaw. Yeah. I, I it's funny that... how all these guys play for me. That's <laughs> because all you ever want to talk about are Man United guys. Uh, I think if Mauricio Pochettino was not a soccer coach, I think he would be fat. Like, he's gotten a little puffy. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. He's gotten a little puffy. I think if he didn't have soccer to spend all this time on, he'd just be eating so much food. So you're literally saying that if he wasn't a soccer coach, he'd be fat for a but living? I, he would I just also, be fat. I also think he would work for, like, whatever the the Argentinian IRS is. He's a tax collector. <laughs> so... I had something along the sides like I didn't have him professionally fat like you did. <laughs> I'm sorry, the tax collector thing was just bullshit. Yeah, you basically had him being a professional fat fuck. <laughs> I I had him uh, as a pastry chef. There we go, and that's why he's so fat. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, at least I, he has a job in mind in yours. Don't 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 don't. don't it's just like my six hundred pound life, Mario Pochettino. No, don't, <laughs> don't 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 give me your fucking qualifiers. We both got the same end result, okay? I gave him a fucking job. You made him a professional fat ass until the very end. No, no, I I didn't care about the job. We don't always answer what their job would have been. I stand by this. He'd be fat. <laughs> okay. Eric because Gates, Mauricio Pochettino would be professionally fat. No, no. He'd, he'd be I, – I like pastry chef. I do like that. He'd be the guy that samples his own wares, you know? Yeah. He sells one for the client, eats one for himself. <laughs> one for the client, one for himself. I wish people could see what you just did with the hands. <laughs> All right. Well, should we jump into the Champions League? I just want to rip the Band-Aid off with this one early. Yeah, let's go right in, buddy. Manchester United-Barcelona was no... Okay, the first leg, we lost 1-0 at Old Trafford on kind of a bullshit goal. I thought I had some hope. First few minutes of the second leg, Marcus Rashford hits the crossbar. I have some hope. Oh, Jesus Christ. Literally, my butthole is so <laughs> loose after that game. I haven't been able to hold one in my stool for the last month. <laughs> I literally have shit dribbling down the side of my thigh. <laughs> That game as, broke. My, as, as, as an old basketball coach of mine would say, you got that brown stuff running down your leg. Honestly, bud, I was like, really, I still like love soccer. It's my favorite sport. That game broke me. And Manu since then has broken me. I'll get into that in the Premier League. But United just got dismantled. Dude, no, no, Donnie, Donnie, we, we agreed. We're covering Champions League, and then we're dumping out of this fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then... Liverpool just absolutely dicked over Porto. Holy crap. I haven't seen a dicking like that since my first Gangbang 3 came out. <laughs> not <laughs> for any confusion, I assume that's the title of a porno. I'm not talking about my personal first Gangbang. I can see. 
<laughs> that could be confusing. Um, but yeah, that was poor. Honestly, poor toe. I felt bad for them. No, oh, yeah, I, I, that was way better than the pun I made earlier. No, it was uh, just that. <laughs> um, talk about so we had two pretty bad ties, but then two amazing that ties. I, that Ajax Juve. That wasn't. I thought. I thought Ajax was, was, you know, gonna put up a good fight, but that they were doomed to fail going into that second tie. Right. I thought Juve. I mean, Juve had the advantage. Uh, they also had Ronaldo, which he scored in both. I mean, he did his job. Yeah, but you know who else did their job? Fucking Ajax. The team always beats the individual. Don Donny Vanderbeek. Dude, he is making he is making our name proud. Like I do not do well for Donnie's. But he is really changing the perception of Donnie's. A lot of people think Donnie's are assholes. Uh, Zajacek played really well. Daily Jit, as we mentioned. I mean, that's this was it was it was an all around team performance. Dusan Tadic. I'm gonna have to do my. I got to stroke off Ronaldo for some, with some stats real quick though. Oh yeah. So Cristiano Ronaldo is the top scorer in Champions League history. The third top scorer is Cristiano Ronaldo with only Real Madrid. Yeah. The fifth top that. scorer is Cristiano Ronaldo in only the knockout stage. The sixth top scorer, top goal scorer, would be Cristiano Ronaldo, just in the group stage. However, so it sounds sounds to me like you're telling me he chokes in the group stage. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, but like I said, the team will always beat the individual. For the most part, every now and again, yeah. it's not true. But I mean that IX team, man. They, they're when they're when they're clicking in the attack, they are fun to watch. If as of right now you are not cheering for IX to win the Champions League, you're either a scumbag or a Tottenham fan. It's that simple. But Donnie, what if you're a Barcelona or a Liverpool fan? I covered that in scumbag. Uh, we, okay, City Tottenham. Oh my god. So that first leg ends 1-0. And with the second leg, everything to play for at the, what was it, at the Etihad? Yeah, buddy. That second leg might have been one of the most exciting games of soccer, like top five most exciting games of soccer I've ever seen. And I was a neutral. I'm, I'm just trying to run through it in recent memory. I mean, you know, Spain Portugal was really exciting, but but with it being group stage, like, like there really weren't any stakes in that one. Um, then you've got a couple of the World Cup finals kind of stick in my mind. I, it's it's it, it's it might be top three. I mean, you had early goals from City. You had a penalty, a VAR penalty from City. That penalty saved. You had goals from Tottenham coming in. Sterling's playing out of his mind, son. And then when it's all about to end. Sterling scores the goal that puts City through. And then, no, VAR, VAR takes it away. I mean, I just, that game was incredible. It just had everything. Both teams was just, the defense was atrocious. If you're a fan of also, defensive soccer, that was bad. How how did we have two high-scoring, informed players on a hack trick for like 60 minutes and not get a hack trick? Well, Sterling did, though, until VAR <laughs> took it away. Sterling got the hat trick. Dude, that that game was amazing. Also, that image of Pep from when he thinks <laughs> they went through and then his collapse. 
He will it's never that. win a Champions League without Messi. Never. That that uh that image reminded me of Urban Meyer uh in one of his first years at Ohio State when they lost in the uh, Big Ten championship game, and he's just eating the slice of pizza. Oh, by the way, Ajax have won more away knockout Champions League games this, this season this season alone than City in their entire club history. So, yeah, real sick club you got there, Man City. No history. Not a real club. New money. This is just like classic yeah. old money hating new money. Sorry, this, yeah, this is, you're going to feel real bold in uh, a minute when we switch to the Premier League recap. No, I'm going to – dude, I'm going to go take a shit when we switch to the Premier League recap. That's all you, buddy. <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing for me in the Premier League unless Ashley Barnes is kissing other dudes. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Ah, uh, semifinals. We had the first legs of of the semis. Uh, Tottenham Ajax. Man, I thought Tottenham clearly, clearly missed. I mean, you know, Kane, but also having having uh, Sun out for the yellow card accumulation. That they they. It was, they were clearly relying on Fernando Llorente, and therein lies the problem. Now, what's interesting to me is that the second leg will be back in the Netherlands, and I feel like the sec- having the second leg at home has kind of been a disadvantage in the knockout stage. Because, because the away goals. Right. It was disadvantageous for PSG. It was disadvantageous for Juventus. It was uh, disadvantageous City. for City. And so I just – that's the one element. It's only – so, yeah, AX has the one away goal, but if they lose 2-1 at home, they're out. Uh, Tottenham need to go in that thing guns blazing because the one thing Ajax does at home is score goals. Like, like Tottenham can't be like, we need to keep it level, keep it level, and then, and then you know, grab one and hold on. Tottenham need to go into this, like, thinking they need to score two or three goals and just hope that they, you know, only concede the same or less. Yeah, I... That's going to be a really interesting second leg. Who who do you want? You, you want Ajax, right? Oh, fuck yes. I want okay. Ajax to win. I literally told you three types of people left in the world. You're either rooting for Ajax, you're a scumbag, or you're a Tottenham fan. Yeah. And I don't consider Tottenham fans scumbag. I really don't. It's a good club. No, that's that's why you separated them out from the Actually, scumbag. Actually, whoever wins the Ajax-Tottenham draw yeah, is who I want to win the whole thing. The win, the winner of this of, of this tie is the one, I, which means I want zero red cards in this second leg. Oh, dude. Yeah. Zero red cards, please. It would be okay if also Messi got red carded in the second game of the Liverpool. Somehow, I don't know. If, I don't think Messi's going to have to try very hard. I Liverpool's not coming back from this. Yeah, Liverpool lost at the Camp Nou 3-0. Uh, Liverpool actually played well, to give them credit. They did. But bad look for Virgil van Dijk to just be named the PFA Player of the Year, and he's kind of <laughs> at fault for two of those three goals, in my opinion. Yeah, I also kind of thought that even though they named uh, Sterling Young Player of the Year, which you called. Thank you. He may be my PFA Player of the Year. Raheem Sterling, we're, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Okay. We'll, we'll talk about this awards, game for a bit. I hate awards. I know you do. That's why I always, our awards, because they mean things. Uh, but Barcelona, I mean, that's the thing. You just make one or two mistakes, and then Messi, he can just, that free kick. It was it was literally sexy. That that free kick was sex. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was like the type of sex John Terry has with your wife when you're when you're away buying her something, a nice present for her birthday, 
Little do you know that John Terry is in your bed, just going off on your wife, and with she just is the, loving it. With with just like a, a a certain amount of bend that you thought was was more than possible. Yeah, dude. There's no dude, come on. <laughs> we everyone knows JT's packing. He's like fucking. It's like a, he's got to get a concealed handgun license for that thing. Uh, but yeah, Liverpool are fucked, dude. Three zero. And, and think about it, Barcelona gets one goal away. Also, Messi has, scored, has scored against all top six uh, English clubs. Yep, he's scored against every English club he's played against. Feels bad, he's scored a lot against Man U in recent history. <laughs> he's scored a lot against them all, so I don't, I don't think you need to worry too much about it. Yeah, um, so I'm at least hey, happy look, look that... At the bright, look at the bright side, Donnie. Uh, United and Milan won't be playing against uh, Messi next season. Well, the, so. the the funny thing for you is that I'm gonna get ten bucks off you when Milan finish in fifth and United finish in sixth. <laughs> Which is honestly, yeah, I, that's like the you really, you know what, Eric, you really fucked my life up, man. <laughs> I meet you, Manu, one of the most dominant teams on the planet. I have a good life. Ferguson retires, and Manu goes to shit. I get a little hope with Solskjaer. That was stupid Sounds on my part. to me like your real gripe is with Ferguson, not with me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I get being a good husband and family, and I get that's important, but I don't think he ever thought about me. <laughs> um, with that, let's just dive into the Premier League. It is a with two games left for the top two top teams. It is a two. If City or Liverpool slip up, that it's over. The other team will win. Now, yeah. City is in the city with a one point advantage is holding serve. They just have to win out their next two games. Um, so I th- I, th- I think they will. I yeah, think it, especially I th- without I th- the distraction of the Champions League. <laughs> now, the other four teams are literally going out of their way to not finish in the top four, <laughs> and that's what's so frustrating. Manu <laughs> has had chance after chance to steal his top four, and instead, what do they want to do? Just bend over and just let it go right up fucking Main Street. Right in the two-hole, so to speak. Five-hole, buddy. No, the fucking two-hole. <laughs> um, that's really frustrating to watch, but here's how it's going to end. I will tell you this now. Chelsea and Tottenham will round out, will finish in the top four in whatever order. Arsenal will win the Europa League, so they'll get to go to the Champions League. And Man U <laughs> will finish sixth. I will bet anything you want that it's going to end away where all five English teams are in the Champions League except Man U. I will bet you anything you want because you have infiltrated my life, Eric, and you fucked me, man. I thought we were buddies. We've been friends since we were 18 years old. But no, you just wanted to fuck me. I hope you're, you're laughing, you sick son of a bitch. I'm about to cry. You've constructed such a vivid image in What's funny is, like, I think that might actually happen. <laughs> no, it's written in stone. So if you're, you're a fan, if you're the fan of the other five, okay, we know Liverpool and City are good, but Chelsea, Arsenal, and um, Tottenham, you guys are all going to make the Champions League. I'm not worried about you. Congratulations. Season's over. Pretty much. Um, so we talked about it. PFA Player of the Year, Virgil van Dyke. Uh, I'd like to read off some statistics, please. Everyone's saying he might be the best defender ever, but uh, in every possible, no, the best, the best Premier League defender. Okay. But in actually every possible statistic, where is it? I have it. Do you, who do you finish below, uh, Rio? No, 2009 Nemanja Vedic, 
Nemanja uh, Vidic literally blows him out of the water in every defensive statistic imaginable, including double the amount of interceptions, more clean sheets, and he's still got three games to play, Van Dyke. I mean, really just, even if everything went perfectly these next games, he wouldn't be able to match the statistics. Goals conceded by by uh, Van Dyke, 20. Vidic, 16. Blocks, Van Dyke, 17. Vidic, 26. Interceptions, Van Dyke, 39. Vidic, 71. Tackles. That 30. is a lot. Tackles, 34-62. Tackles, 1. 24-45. Last ditch tackles, 1-4. to four. Clearances, 183 versus 360. Every, oh, oh, you know what? Van Dyke get, does get the edge of aerial battles, 1. He's got about 20 more of those. And uh, one more penalty conceded to Vidic's 0. So uh, all your Liverpool players. This is this is the this is the end of the segment where Donny just yells numbers at Eric for five minutes. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, like we were discussing earlier, though, I did call it at the very beginning. Raheem Sterling had an amazing year. He was the PFA Young Player of the Year. He got the Football Writers Association Player of the Year, and I think he there's I think he should have been the Player of the Year, honestly, too. Yeah, I agree. Especially when you consider that two of the other of Liverpool's back four made the PFA Team of of the Year. So like he also Which, had he had great players essence, around him. Yeah, yeah, but so did Raheem Sterling. So did Raheem Sterling. Um, I only have one issue. Oh, by the way, uh, PFA Team of the Year, all Manchester, all uh, Liverpool and Manchester City players, with the exception of Paul Pogba, who somehow him playing really good for 15 games got him in there. <laughs> I have one big problem though, and honestly, if Pogba wasn't in there, I wouldn't have an issue. I think Luke Shaw should have been PFA Team of the Year. That's all. I'm going to say my piece. That's it. Luke Shaw should have been in there as the left back. I think he's going to win Man U's player of the year at the club level. And uh, I think he was better I, than I, Andrew I, Robertson. I don't have an issue with that. I, I, I think Luke Shaw had an incredible season. But, like, I'll let you man that one. Yeah. Uh, another really cool thing is that everyone except for Sergio Aguero and Sadio Mane, every other person in the PFA player of the year was making their first appearance, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that's really, that is really cool. Um, a lot of people were, didn't understand how Eden Hazard, who's been carrying Chelsea this season, didn't make it or Mo Salah, who's had a good, who's had a really good season as well. But, um, I think they got it right for the most part. I don't, I don't know if I put them over Aguero Sterling. Dude, Mane has been clutch. Yeah. It's it's not just that Mane's scoring. He's not scoring, like, one goal, two, one or two goals in a 5-0 win. He's but scoring he's, important, like, clutch goals for them. And he's also instrumental in the build-up and the attack for goals that other people score, too. Yeah. Um, with that, Eric, would you like to take us to Serie A? Well, you didn't put Serie A on the... Uh... On, on the outline, so I guess assume we just weren't going to cover it, you know? But uh, I, I put it at the bottom, and uh, this one is called Siri, uh, Who Cares? <laughs> yep. Juve crowned league champions. Uh, it's really just a formality. Uh, Milan are literally pooping all over Italy. They have fallen out of fourth place, and this sport literally blows. The, the sport of soccer makes me feel like that guy who's out at the getting something nice for his wife while JT is just plowing her like a morning field, and you come home. No, no, because that guy doesn't know it's happening. No, 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 hold on. And then that guy comes home, goes upstairs with that nice $500 bracelet because, you know, that's all he can afford for his wife, and just is watching JT 
pleasure her in ways he could never. Feels bad, man. Soccer... You, you know what, Eric? You know it's bad when a part of me is kind of looking forward to the Gold Cup. And you know <laughs> I've hit a fucking low. Donnie, I think now would be a good time for us to, like, pivot this into maybe some kind of TV or movie podcast. So here, what's your, uh, what's your, what's your, your initial reaction to, uh, Endgame? I'm not gonna talk about Avengers. <laughs> you, that movie didn't fucking make me happy either. I had to watch fucking okay. fat fucking okay. Thor about, for an okay. hour. What, what about what about Game of Thrones? Oh shit, <laughs> dude, we don't we're depressed. We don't have any joy in life. Everything you, sucks. You finally brought me to your level. <laughs> I hope you're fucking happy. You were supposed to be the. You were the best of us. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm fucking wearing all black now. <laughs> Listening to the Cure, thinking about cutting my cock off. <laughs> I took Gotham's White Knight. And I brought him down to our level. Are you done with Syria? Um, yeah. I, it looks like Roma's looking like they're in a good spot. Uh, Atalanta's in a good spot. Really, everybody's in a good spot for fourth place outside of Milan. Feels bad, Dad. Um, La Liga, Barcelona won. We kind of said this was going to happen at the beginning of the season, and it did. Really cool stat. Benzema scored every goal for, uh... <laughs> we just like Benzema on this podcast. Well, there's, 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 a, there's a we like Benzema, and there's a you like Benzema almost as much as you fear John Terry. That's true. But, okay, John Terry and Benzema, they create content for us, man. I gotta respect our content, guys. Alright? We need guys yeah. who do weird shit off of the soccer field. Content generators. That way my girlfriend's little sister doesn't talk about how my podcast is the most boring fucking thing on earth. Fuck. Sorry, Donnie. She's, she's not making it into this this episode. Uh, uh, Barcelona won. Uh, re- weird stat. Arturo Vidal has won eight straight league titles now. That's, that, that's depressing for me for personal reasons. <laughs> but it doesn't count when you play for Juventus, <laughs> Bayern Munich, and Barcelona. <laughs> You fucking put me on that team and don't put me in all win eight league titles too. Just fucking shiny uh. shoes. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting what Zidane can do. I'm sure they're gonna make big money moves. Expect Hazard. Expect Hazard and maybe it sounds like now Erickson. Eric, you got it right. Yeah, it just seemed, it just seemed right. Uh, I have a feeling Modric's gonna go to Serie A. Lukaku's definitely out of Manu. Pogba's Modric, probably Modric's gonna end up at, at Inter. Pogba's probably gonna go to Madrid too. Um, yeah. Uh, the Bundesliga is at least still, I mean, if, fuck, there's still a chance Dortmund could win. Well, okay, for jump to the Bundesliga, uh, Bayern actually dropped points this weekend. They drew. Yeah, but I saw that. You leave it to Dortmund to pull an Atletico Madrid impression and lose at home to fourth to last place Schalke the same weekend. Bayern literally gave them an open. Now, of course, Dortmund played first, and they lost, and so, like, you know, whatever. But I, I, I think I think it's later than usual, but I'm I'm almost ready to give the crown to Bayern. Yeah, I mean, Dortmund, I mean, they're the front oh, runner. Oh, for... Royce, Royce is out for the, the next two games. Another another. Dortmund starters out for their next the last three games. It does sound like Christian Pulisic's going to get some start start starting time though to end the season. 
And Weston McKinney is back healthy and playing. That's pretty freaking sweet. And like a miracle. Um, yeah, that ankle thing looked nasty, and he, that dude's amazing. Uh, I love him. And uh, Tyler Adams hasn't been playing. He's he's picked up a little bit of a knock injury wise. Um, hopeful that that we'll see him kind of play at the tail end of the season. But more importantly, RB Leipzig um, pretty much have top four Champions League soccer confirmed for next year. So we'll be able to see Tyler Adams in the Champions League unless some team snap, snaps, snaps him up in the offseason, which I don't think we'll see, but it wouldn't shock me if we did. Yeah. And you know what? I think uh, that wraps up the podcast. Yeah, this was our this was our final episode of uh, Go Podcast. This is not because... the final. It is not the <laughs> final episode, you depressed fuck. But yeah, uh, we will definitely get in back in here probably in the next two to three weeks, like we always do. Yeah, I think I I, I think I think we can. I'll shoot for next week. Oh yeah, maybe do a little in-person pod. You know, well, let's see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric yeah. is blessing the kind people of Dallas with his presence next weekend. In case some random person who's listening to this in Norway wants to know Eric's whereabouts, <laughs> he'll be in Dallas, Texas. I email me for the address. Speaking of, please uh, rate and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at OwnGoalPod, and please email us OwnGoalPod at gmail.com. Fan interaction makes it so much better. Tell a friend about the podcast. Tell an enemy about the podcast. Tell someone who kind of likes soccer. I can't take any more hurtful comments. Yeah, I'm, yeah. If you can't tell, I'm on butthurt fucking island. Don't direct. We're already depressed enough as it is. Don't direct this podcast to people that hate soccer. That's just not going to help help us out. Yeah, Eric and I already hate soccer as it is. <laughs> but uh, thanks for listening, and uh, bye. <laughs>